All right, all right, all right. So uh, a lot of people were on holidays for Easter, so we're going to work with what we've got. I'm just going to give this about another minute, guys, and then we're going to get stuck in. Oops. Still recorded on holiday. Oh, right, guys, tonight tonight is about you. Um, so in terms of coaching-wise, um, what I want to do really is make sure that everybody is functioning the right way. What you're going to need a dose of is a bit of courage. Um, and what I'm looking for are people that haven't necessarily um, come on before. And I want us to talk about um, how good you feel about your April plans, your quarter two plans, I want anyone who's going through something or having any type of trouble or having a wobble or whatever it might be to, this is your opportunity to open up. Okay. The family are away for a week. I've got an hour, an hour or so. It can go over if you need to, but I want to try and get through as many of you as possible um, and try and help as many of you as possible. Um, so that you can go away tonight and feel like really glad that you brought up your, your problem or you've got clarity on your plans. So what I want you to start doing is sticking your hands up um, for anyone that wants to just jump on or whether they just want to share the plans and they just need some clarity or whether they need some guidance or mentorship. Hands up. Shoot. Jeez, don't put them all up at once, yeah? Ian, let's go. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, yeah, the voice tells me that you feel sorry for yourself. No, no, I'm all right today. Actually, um, things are picking up. Um, Good. Yeah, for first quarter, although the first month or so I was really positive um, with the injury and stuff, it just waned as the, as the months went on. And it didn't get any better. Um, along with that, as I've said to you, I had uh, a lot of issues with work, with jobs being cancelled and put back, and financially putting myself under too much pressure. Come out the other side of that, hopefully, the diary's getting filled up again. So all the hard work and the graft that I was putting in is paying off. Um, training again, that's good. Um, I had a really good chat with um, Mikey when um, you were away, which was really probably. good. I yeah. probably should have done that a couple of weeks sooner, to be fair. Why didn't you? I'm glad I did it. Do what, sorry? Why didn't you? Um, because I missed the meeting because where I was working, I had no service. And then it took another two weeks to, to, to get it replanned. But it was good. And it was good to clarify things. And, and I just seemed this last week or so just seemed to have turned a really good corner and just seemed to be a lot more motivated again. And I think the financial worries um, with all these jobs being cancelled and put back, I was like, shit, if this goes on for another month, I'm going to struggle. But like you said, I grafted and grafted and grafted trying to get new contracts in and, and they're just coming through now. So fingers crossed, everything um, everything's going to plan. But yeah, it's been a really 
sort of yeah just not a particularly pleasant couple of months but one thing I, I, I would say is what what Mikey did um, establish was the fact that am I still doing my morning routine yes am I still doing my journal yes so all those little bits of wins but because they become normal you kind of forget that that is actually a win so all the little bits that we put in place over the last six months not all of them I've been doing because I haven't been able to do the, the, the physical exercise as much. But all those other little bits I am still doing. So actually I am turning up and I should stop beating myself up quite so much, although I do need to do more. So it's that kind of, it's just been a bit of a balancing act really and just trying to come out the other side of it. And hopefully, fingers crossed, that's where I am now. Yeah, it's good. And and I think we all, nothing's ever smooth sailing, is it? There's, there's always rough seas and there's always curveballs and there's always those things. And I've always said everything that kind of comes into our world and when those situations happen, it's always a test of your resilience and always a test of the training that you do, right? I think you've been with us around seven months, right? So this is probably the hardest little patch that you face. And I think it's really interesting when you what you really should do is microanalyze the way that you react the, the way that you were. Like you know, in terms of your emotions, your mindset, your physical state, what were the things that happened? What were the things that not? And it's sometimes when um, we face hardship, the first thing that we straight away do is bail on everything that we're trying to achieve. So all or the mission, we're all on our own missions. We're all on the one umbrella, but on different missions. We're all trying to improve the way that we live our lives. We're all trying to change the outcomes. We all want to feel more, but along the way, there is hardship. and um the more hardship that we face and believe it or not even when you start this process getting up in the morning doing your journaling training reviewing all of the accountability system that we're doing within the elite brotherhood all of it is micro hardship because it's doing stuff that you're not used to until it becomes the norm and if you could just experience just for one day what living a life before you did anything like this you would be, I think, astonished at how far you've come in dealing and handling with that stress and that pressure, right? I talk to guys all of the time. A lot of guys message me, always message me going, God, I don't know how I would have handled this if I didn't have these in place. And I think what your story here, Ian, um, really helps people resonate with is actually all the underlying work subconsciously that we do for ourselves that keep us contained from imploding or exploding and and completely throwing the toys out the pram, right? I think with you, there was a slight element of that, but you regained it just mm. with the chat that we had and then the chat with Mikey and bringing it back. That's what me, Mikey and John are for, is for, we're here for perspective and clarity. Like everything is gonna be okay. You know, everything is gonna work out. You've got to just trust that all of the time. Um, and I think that's really important. So that, you know, it's a really good story. I know you set up for Q2, yeah, pretty much everything I wanted to achieve in Q1 that I haven't achieved is my Q2 because they're still the goals I want to achieve. I just need to refocus and, 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 and smash them. There are some things that are going really well um, yeah. and there are other things that I just need to, to, to push on with. And, and the other thing this has taught me is that I need to have that buffer of money. Um, I need to start saving and having a buffer, like a rainy day fund for, for when this does happen because it's the first time it's happened to me for uh, many, many years. Um, and it's not for anybody's fault, well, it's for other builders' fault for, for, for dragging their feet and, and bad weather and stuff like that. But to have three or four jobs pushed back instead of just one, yeah. it's unheard of. And it's all of a sudden I was like three months with no work and it's shit. I'm trying to scrabble it and I'm 
like I say, picking up new contracts now. So it's just been a six weeks of just grafting and, you know, going out and working day rate for £50 a day less and stuff like that. But it's, it's, it's pushing through, isn't it? It's grafting and, and just weathering the storm, really. If I can give you any advice in terms of business when you take an income, put a certain percentage away aside, like every mm. single time, every single month, you put that little percentage away and it goes into another account and you don't ever touch that account unless it becomes like emergency funds, right? And, and, and that is the lesson I learned early in business was always like having a ghost account with a ghost cash flow and it just has that backup security should have it in business and personal it doesn't it, like you know if you only earn a thousand pounds a month in your business you then put a certain amount of that away okay or in theory when you put your tax away if you put i don't know 20 percent tax away put 22 percent tax away and that two percent is your buffer and that goes into a ghost account and then over a year that accumulates and then you kind of got it, that gives you that clarity yeah, no, you're right. It's and again, it's I'm I'm 50 this year and I'm still learning. You know, it's 100%. that's what's good about this process. It's it's just picking up all these little bits on the way that I've been, I've been self-employed for 30 odd years, but there's still things that I'm learning. You know, and and just need to yeah, just be on it a bit more. I think. Okay, but, sharpen yeah, the sword. It. Sharpen the sword. Good. I'm glad you're back, mate. But I need to talk to you this week at some point as well about other stuff. So. Whenever you've got five minutes. I, I have not got none this week. So message me next, and we're week, next week. Yeah, message me. Otherwise, I'll forget. Okay, cool. All right. Cheers, dude. Um, who's next? Come on. Let's go, Brave Souls. Talk about your stories. Oh, here we go. Hands are up now. Let's get going. Sean, go for it. I'll come to Sean, then Lee. Need you to unmute, bro. You there, Sean? Hello. How you doing? Not bad. How are you? I'm all right. Good. Um, I am off work all this week. Okay. Uh, and I'm curious as to whether you're gonna fucking shout at me here or not. But uh, I haven't been getting up at half five, and I haven't been going to the gym. But I've been doing bits and pieces of painting. Um around the house what are the rules for when you're off for a week or what are you on holiday yeah what well, do you I'm want the rules to be what do you want the rules to be i go to the bar at night and eat loads of food and get fat and do fuck all and uh, then get back in the next monday do it that's okay yeah mate this is listen this is not the job I, I don't want you to be a, like a JB, like by now, let's let's get everyone here. By show of hands, when you go on holiday, who does the morning routine and who sticks to a rigid routine? In fact, who doesn't stick to a rigid routine on holiday? Mate, I get fucking last week. I was on it every night. Do you know what I mean? You okay. woke up when I woke up. I didn't set an alarm. Um, I still went running. I did some light stuff. But like, if you if you're on holiday, I had a really good chat. Wayne Taylor is here somewhere. Well, he's one of the guys in my higher programs. He just messaged me and went, "Just need a week out. Just I just need to step out of rat race. I just need to fucking just go with the flow for a week and just come out of this." And and I, and I for all of you, I think it's really healthy. And now now and then, just to have a week where you go, Do you know what? I'm not doing accountability this week. Um, I'm just gonna fucking lie in all week and I'm just gonna live that life. But you 
mustn't make a habit of it. Um, and it actually will probably make you appreciate what you do a little bit more by coming back. It's like overtraining, right? Physically, if you go to the gym, um, every, like five or six days a week and you do it all year and you don't take any time out, you're going to feel physically wrecked. Your muscles are going to need to rest. Your brain needs to rest. You need to just fucking let go for a little bit. So I think you're doing the right thing. Okay, cool, cool. That's all I need to hear, so that's fine. <laughs> as soon as we're finished, I bet you get straight out on the whiskey. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, no bother. Good, Sean. Thanks, mate. Thanks for that. Okay. Uh, Lee, go for it. Well, it just comes up, mate. Hey, Dan, you're right. Um, yeah, I, yeah, not too bad, thank you. I, um, I, same with the first lad that was talking. I, I had a really good. I mean, I went. I didn't do like the sort of five day twenty. I went straight into the ninety day or six month ones. You see what I mean? So, I had a really good start to, when it started in February. Got up to the morning routine. Got it all the journal done and was working my way through it. Then it started to creep in, and I had a bad tooth for a couple of weeks anyway long story that got taken out but you know the pain you're in and painkillers and all that sort of stuff so then it started to slide a little bit and then what I struggle with at the moment I've had a good chat with Mike last Thursday and got sort of back on track with some of the missions and the rest of it it's the outside you know the external stuff I've got a lad of 19 uh, he's in um, university in Sterling I've got another lad, 16, Albert, he's got ADHD. So, and there's a lot of external pressure all the time. It's something different every single day. And I think it's get to a point where you're like, well, I just need to concentrate on this, not this. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's bringing it back in to try and get used to that, not used to it, but how to, ex to handle that external pressure. When you're trying to think about yourself and as a dad, a wife married 30 years and all the rest of it, two boys, etc. etc. Big dog, Bernie's mountain dog, all that goes on. When something else happens, you think like, well, actually, I need to deal with this. And then I've always, I've kept to the morning routine. That's what I'm saying to Mike. I've always done the morning routine, got up early, been to the gym, whatever. But the journal, the mission started to slip and slip and slip. And I and I spoke to Mike, and Mike said, right, just take stock, see where you are, and go from there. Great chat with him, by the way. Do you see what I mean? So that's what I wanted to bring to the table really is how to, you know, deal with that external, you know, external pressure, external circumstances that happen. Do you see what I mean? So Yeah, I get it. So one of the things I really try to emphasize to a lot of the lads is that there isn't the elite brotherhood and then your life. Mm. Like, and and I, I, I don't know if I've got this wrong, but listening to you, you kind of feel like you've got this, elite 90 elite brotherhood thing going on here and then you've got your sons your family and life here yeah that yeah. what it is is that the elite elite 90 the elite brotherhood everything that we're doing here is your life yeah all right it is your life like there isn't the program and then your life like and this is one of the biggest things to like get your get your head around is that actually you managing your sons is the program oh, you yeah. putting yourself first if you think about our mantra lead you to yeah. lead them so yeah. when i talk about putting time to yourself having that morning routine um doing a bit of a workout um doing the journaling putting your accountability in that is you handling that hardship with those kids okay yeah so if you didn't do all of those things that is part of your life 
to be the best dad for these boys, to be the best husband for your wife for 30 years, mm. do the groundwork here. But the groundwork is your life. That your life is getting up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think, like I say, it's that it, it, when you do that, you get yourself in a good position and then, and then you know, I'm not going to go into detail, but something happens and you think, oh, and then it's like, no, something else happens. You know what I mean? And it's a whole trigger effect, a dominoes effect. That's the I thing I word. I, yeah, yeah, I get it. I totally, like, I, so I totally get it. So when that happens, like I say to everyone, that then becomes a test of everything that you're practicing in the learning, right? Yeah. So if you think about a footballer, he practices five days a week. Every, every single day they go through a, a, a training schedule they go through recovery schedule everything is based around winning the football match on the saturday that's the yeah. test all right so for you guys all of this micro morning accountability all of the journaling all of the accountability is all designed to make you and keep you above water head above water so when external comes in and you'll be it's a test so like if one of the boys is kicking off with ADHD or one of your boys has been in a fight at uni and you've got to be able to deal with that, you are then ready because you're doing the training to deal with that. Don't yeah. look at it as like a separate thing, right? I've got to stop working on myself now because I've got to deal with this. That should open up your eyes to have to make sure that you are doing this. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah. And, and I think that's where... You know, like I say, it started off really well. I was and I, the first day when we had, you know, the February the 13th, 24th, I was actually in holiday in Scotland and I started getting up early because I wanted to be, you know, it's just that, it's like that curve, you know, it, you know, you think you, you're going along and then all of a sudden it goes out and it's getting, and I was talking to John about it and he said, look, just take stock, look at your missions and, and because I've got to a certain point in the missions, then and then what you're saying is that then, you know, obviously will become part of it and it's getting that back together. I, so you don't read that you you don't do all of the modules and missions and go right i fucking nailed it now <laughs> like you know yeah. like so and, and and this is the thing right it's easy when life nothing's going on in life yeah got no problems right we're all flying everything's happening until we tear our calf until fucking someone smashed into the back of our car until mm. half of our roof blows off until the fact like until we get made redundant. And that's when then we really are a tested character. That's, yeah. when, like, that's when we really understand. And I always say to the lads, it takes a full year to change. And one of the reasons it takes that full year to change is because you have to go through, you have to get punched in the face a couple of times. Yeah. You have to understand how to handle that. It's not a case I want to withdraw myself because the first thing you want to do is to stop everything. Like I've got to stop my micro mauling accountability. I've got to stop training. I've got, because I've got to deal with this no not at all it's the reason that you do show up it's yeah. the reason that you do rewire the circuit going on in here in terms of your brain the way that you show up so you've got to change the identity of what's going on around you there's not it's not out there and then there's in here it's like mm. you are conditioning yourself to handle that so did you ever do the five day no that's what i'm saying i went straight into the 90 days i looked i bought not going into it, but I bought the book last year, read it on yeah. audio, listened to it on audio to see what I mean and all the rest of it. But rather than doing sort of five and a 28, I went straight for the sort of six month one. You see what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So what ends up happening, so this is this is your thought. Just, I'm going to do this really in brief. Can you see that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so this, this is your mindset right in here. We call this the thought. We kind of protect it by the five pillars. Happy with the five pillars. 
So mm. health, relationships, personal development, business, and fun. That mm. kind of protects us. So what happens is when stuff comes in internally, it gets into our head and that affects our emotions and our decision-making mm. and, and that's they're the things. And then we have all the principles, okay? So the principles are things like the 1%, remember the mission, um, the three C's, uh, the four C's now, um, structure, routine, and systems, time, energy, and focus, all this stuff that we're training and trying to get you to. This here then reinforces the wall around your fort so that actually after a period of time, you build up this force field around your mindset. I'm fucking proper doing this fast. Um, yeah. To then not allow this stuff in. But you, okay. you've got to, but you, you've got to practice You've got to practice this. So when shit happens or goes down, you've got to take stock of what's happening. You've got to stay calm. You've got to gain clarity. You've got to not act rationally and emotionally and have more control over actually how you're going to handle it, right? And mm. when you have focus on where your life is going, all of your time and energy is, is heading in that direction. It's on the right path and you become a stronger leader, a stronger role model for your boys and, and, your, and your wife. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, perfect. All right. So next time something happens, think about the tools that you've got in your box and think about how you, the stuff that you're doing now is going to help you deal with the situation or, or, or even train those boys how to handle those situations. So a lot yeah. of the time that I teach you, I teach, I've got a 16-year-old boy, you know, it's sometimes fucking hard to get through to him, but yeah. it's leading by example, right? If they see you frantic, shouting aggressive chaotic i'm not saying you are but like no. that's it but if you handle it like a leader guess what they're gonna see yeah and that, yeah that's what yeah that's what we try to do over the years with them to be fair to sort of name, so. and yeah. that's why you're here right like I, yeah. I imagine that's why you're here to be that like next level thinking like man to be the man to be the guy to be the leader to, to those guys brilliant all right thank you all right my man anytime uh, Ian. Hey, hi. Can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm not really too sure where to place this in terms of like what we're discussing or whatever. But um, we talk about the chimp quite a lot. I've battled the chimp quite a lot in in terms of the early days of the process. Today was the first time I sat down and started to listen uh, on audiobooks to the chimp parody, and uh, by fucking god. I've got a chimp and a half, right? Like, so I'm going to call him Colin the Cunt. Um, and I really believe that I've probably spent the last, like, 50 years of my life letting him make most of the decisions. Um, and one of the biggest things that I, I'm looking for a tip for from you or the guys is, is self-confidence and belief. It's like, so going back years ago, I never really had any problems with that. I was, like, a really confident lad, I've always worked in the sales environment. I could walk into anywhere and, you know, kind of nail a, a target or like sort of pull a, pull a contract together. Now I'm working on my own, right? It's like the pressure um, seems to fucking eat away at us. What's the pressure? Where's the pressure from? It's me. I'm creating the pressure because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I've got to bring in that revenue stream. I've got to win that piece of business. I've got to make that cash because that's how I'm going to make my like salary this month or whatever it's going to be. And um, it was probably about two weeks ago, uh, an old standing customer of mine 
Um, I could have saved them about £30,000 on two big print orders. So my knowledge of the industry, where I was going to place the work, all this sort of stuff, they fucked us over for £850. And it knocked us for six. It really, really did. And I actually journaled it and wrote it down and put, it's just no loyalty in business anymore. Um, and it was like a self-expectation thing. I was kind of expecting them to come back to us and like give us a second opportunity to reduce the price because that's how they've always operated. My fault got the call wrong, but I've missed out on a on a pretty large revenue stream. And um, it's knocked my confidence, if I'm honest, in terms of like working. I don't want to call, call people. It's like I'm scared of the telephone, scared of hearing no. So I think like um, what would... What has changed in your life since they said no? Has uh, it? Like, I know you're confidence-wise, but so what? Yeah, it's it's probably just the fact that I'd I'd kind of the the profit that I was going to make from placing the work. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I hadn't I hadn't spent it or anything like that. That's the wrong way of this saying. Time it, next year, you could have comfort. four major sales. Yeah, four big 50, 60, 70 grand fucking sales. And then it, and then you would have wasted so much time and energy on this. Like you've allowed it to get into your thought here to affect you emotionally, right? You've you've allowed that to now consume you and allow it to become your identity. That's what the chimp. That's like the chimp mentality, right? Because it over yeah. it's so powerful. So if I if I looked at every guy. Like every, I'm sure you see all my emails and the social media stuff where we just constantly invite people in to try, you know, I just what I do. I just like to bring people in. I like to work with people. That's just what we're trying to do. Um, I would say that we only ever bring in 5% of people that come into our world. So if we have a thousand people, let's say, for example, and on, on, on the, what we used to do with the five day challenge, only 5% of those people, does that mean that 95% people, 95% of those people think like I'm Colin the cunt or that they don't want to work with me? But there are a multitude of reasons why those people won't work with me. Do I let it affect me? No. And whenever I feel like an element of self-doubt, what I end up doing is going into comments of the old five day or going to emails. I keep like a little email of what people um, what we've done for them or just to reassure you, but you should be so secure in how good you are. And this is an elite level thinking, right? This is not average mentality thinking. This is elite level thing. You should be able to look at yourself in the mirror and go, I'm so fucking good at this, that in, and this is, this is where it really counts that people overestimate what they're going to achieve in a year, but underestimate what they're going to do in five. Okay. Now, I haven't even been running my online business five years. And one of the things is that I'm really, you have to believe in yourself that you're confident in what you do. But actually, you want all that revenue in, you want a big business, that's going to happen. No doubt that's going to happen. But it's gonna, you're going to have to go through some fucking knocks along the yeah. way. And the knocks yeah. are what bring the fire. So when I get people on my ads turning around and going, oh, you can't, oh, you're narcissist, oh, you're this, you're that. I'm like, cool, keep giving me that fire. Let's fucking go. If yeah. I've been fucked over by 850, I'm like, cool, there's nothing I'm going to do about it. I'm going to go make another 850. Let's fucking get to work. 
And it's that mentality that separates you from the rest, from 99% of other entrepreneurs and business owners and other people in their careers and jobs. Every time you get knocked, every time you get shafted, every time someone tries to bring you down, every time someone tries to fuck you over, use it as fuel to grow bigger and go grow bigger, not through being fucking nickety pickety 15 year old playground shit, but through action. Yeah. And then eventually, mate, you'll look back and just go, why did I even waste my time and energy on that? And that fire is what gives us the confidence. When we don't have confidence, because we don't have the, the fire in the belly, we don't have the fire in the belly because we don't have the self-belief. And that's the narrative. And that all starts with the story that you tell yourself. So you can sit there and obviously you've bust your shoulder and you can go, oh, it's not fair. My shoulders have been bust. Oh, it's not fair. I've just missed out on 30K. Or oh, it's not fair. I've just... Oh, you could waste time and energy fucking feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. You could go and see if you can make 850 by the end of the week and just go and get on the phone, phone fucking yeah, 400. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I do, yeah. I'm going to show you the twat that broke my shoulder, right? And like, not that it's that, that's in there. <laughs> he's fucking camouflaged. Look at him. <laughs> he is, mate. Yeah, he's big, though. <laughs> I um, appreciate that. Yeah, that, that, but that, it is just changing, that, I, it's, yeah, it's changing the context, the narrative, the context of what's happened. Do, do I, you know, do I think that you're going to be successful? Yep, I do. You're, you're building all the right foundations. Do Are your expectations slightly out? Yep, I think they are, 100%. Yeah. But that's where, if you remember realities versus where yeah. you are, it's like you've learned a lot in business in one year. But yeah. in the next year, you could fucking double your turnover if you need to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it is a switch. I've got to. I've got to make that switch across. That I know I have. It's just like physically finding that fire in myself to like make that like transition. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And 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 don't make it about the money. Make it no. about the journey. Like you know, I made that mistake in my first business. It was like you know I got caught up listening to the wrong people, and it was all about the shiny objects. It was all about fucking making the seven figure business. And I literally don't want any of that anymore. I just literally, all I want to do is be able to sit in front of people. This is, this is the best time here. When you sit in front of a group of people who invest time, energy, and focus in you, and you're like, fucking, this is what it's about, having these open sessions, right? So you got, yeah. that's where the passion and the fire comes from. You have to find that passion in your, in your business. What's that? Is that passion like making that sale or is it building that empire or is it making a name for yourself or is it being the best in the business it's yeah. and then going all in on that mate yeah cool thanks right. for that no Appreciate worries it. anytime chris how are we doing jb okay all right you man yeah i'm all right mate you're probably gonna fire a load of fucks into me if i'm honest with you <laughs> um I'm gonna what? So <laughs> fire a load of fucks at me here. Um, so I did exactly the opposite of what we discussed in Bexhill. So I came back off Bexhill, uh, got massively ill on the way home, passed it to my family. They got massively ill. They passed it back to me, came massively ill. And in two weeks' time, two weeks down the line, I'd lost nearly a stone in weight. I was, I was really ill. And then <clears throat> just had uh, lethargic the, the, the following few days. And then I just, it's scary that, um when you know we when we when we're building our goals and that and then you put what's the alternative and you're like oh going back to the old life but you don't think about it and then all of a sudden i dropped off the cliff and i was back at that alternative again and it was like fucking hell i feel like i've got a foot on my neck and like then i started heaping on loads of self-pressure 
and and I weren't showing up and I weren't meeting his halfway and I weren't doing my morning accountability and then I was getting pissed off at myself and then it was just like this fucking downward spiral and the one thing that I didn't do that we said that we were going to do with Bexhill was reach out to the brotherhood and say fucking hell I'm having an hard time here and then I did it on Sunday loads of people have reached out and I got a phone call off Ed today and and we just discussed it through and then you realize that no yeah it's not that bad and i've made the morning accountability these last couple of days being out exercising again and just the the mindset's changed again and i've taken that self-pressure off but fucking hell fell off the cliff real fast from being no i've got this it's all right i'm just a bit ill to fucking hell chaos was in my life all my pillars were out of balance i was doing too much at work my relationship struggled a little bit and it, it was just it was fucking really scary if that makes sense that how quick it was to go back to that alternative reality. I feel like someone's just put on a pair of boxing gloves and you've just gone, right, hit him for fucking one minute non-stop. Fucking hell. Right, are you going to die in three months? Hopefully not, no. <laughs> Hopefully not. Are you about to lose your house? No. No. 99% of your fucking problems are in your own head and you create know, fucking yeah. problems that day. There's nothing wrong with your life or what you're doing. You're just a bloke who slips slightly. Like, and, and this is for all of you. Like, I, I sometimes wonder whether I put that pressure on you because like, when you turn around and say, oh, you're going to have a right go at us. Like, th this is the reality of the journey that we're on. Every now and then we're going to fucking, we're going to get ill. Like, when we get, like, I haven't, right, I was ill over Christmas, four weeks, stopped running for four weeks. I couldn't run. I just kind of lost that passion. I know that I'm going into a hundred and I'm not really fucking looking forward to it. I haven't done the training that I needed to do, but fucking so what? It happens. I'm still, I'm starting to do as much running as I can. You've come off it. You've been ill. You haven't done as much as you wanted to, but what would be the real um, kick in the nuts here, Chris, is it that if you didn't continue the journey and bring yourself back, if you took yourself all the way back, right back to the very start before you even started with us, if you continue down that route, that would be the strategy. But you're here, you're talking to me, you're opening up to lads you don't even know, and you have all of the tools and support to get you back to where you want to be. And you, it's not like you're even in a shit space. You're putting yourself in a shit space with the story that you're telling yourself again. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, and I knew, I knew it was like, I need to fucking snap out the fit party, I need to stop the bullshit excuses. It was just... Fucking yeah. hell, it just, yeah, I, I, it was just so easy to, to fall into like a, a so downward spiral. And the worst part of it was, is that I knew that I was doing it and it's like, yeah. sort it fucking out and then it didn't. And <laughs> yeah. Fucking. So when you fall, so when we wobble, guys, we're at a certain level when we wobble. So every single one of you are at a different level. Okay. You're all at different chapters. So like I'm at like chapter 700. I've been doing this for years. Some of you are at chapter 200. Some of you are at chapter fucking zero. Some of, I think there's a couple of guys on the Elite Seven from here who I invited on. Um, but depending where you're at. So when you fall, okay, you fall from here. So you're at a particular stage at your life where things may be going quite well. You've got routines in place, good communication, and then you fall ill and you fall all the way back down here. Okay, so you, here's Chris. Fucking at the bottom. So the, the mistake that everybody makes on the comeback here is that they try to climb straight back to where they were. And we're not at that place. We have to slowly integrate our lives back into that system. So that means that we have to, if we're down here, 
we have to start going through series of stepping stones to get back to where we are. This is poor expectations of thinking you can go straight back to where you were. This is a more realistic plan of slowly progressing back to where you were, which takes time, which then frustrates you, right? You get frustrated, you think, fucking hell, I've wasted all that time, but you haven't because you've got muscle memory here. Your brain's a muscle, your brain remembers. So we might start with micro morning accountability. Let's get back to doing that seven days a week. That's where we start coming back. Sorry. That's where we come back to, okay, let's start getting the planning going on the second week, all right? So that's week two. So week one, week two, great, okay. Let's start fucking nailing the fizz again, okay? Bang, let's get back on the fizz, great. All right, let's start doing all of the accountability. So Wednesday, check in, uh, let's plan for the next 28 days. And slowly but surely, what you're doing is taking these increment steps to get back to where you were. What we always want as men and our egos overtake this is we want to go straight back to where we were because we feel that we're entitled to that. No, I, I should be able to go straight back to that stage. Of course you fucking can't, guys. Do you know what I mean? If you've been sick and ill, you haven't got that physically. If you haven't been, if you, like Chris, what, Bexhill was, what, three, four weeks ago? If you haven't been on it for three, four weeks and then it's taken you three or four weeks to then come to us. So this is the other thing, guys. The longer you take to say, right, James, I'm fucking struggling. John, I'm struggling. Mike, I'm struggling. Can I just fucking get a quick call? Give me a kick up the ass. If you wait six weeks, that's six weeks worth of fucking stuff we've got to integrate back. If you go, it's been a fucking shit four or five days. I don't seem to be able to get out of this. Mike, can I just have a quick call? Fucking either Mike, me or John will get on the call and say, stop being a bell end. This is the micro action plan we're going to put in back into place. <laughs> Then we go straight away, straight back into there. Make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yes, that is the biggest, biggest lesson is that it's like, why, why didn't, because that's what I thought you were going to fire folks at me for is because we discussed this at Bexhill. Yeah. Why don't people get on the app and just say, guys, this is where I'm at with it. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And there I was not doing it. <laughs> but, but guys, this is what we spoke about. So what we spoke about in Bexhill is using the fucking community that you're all in here to go, I'm struggling with this because I can guarantee there's another two or three people that have been through that that will inspire you. This is where we are missing the power of the community because it, everybody I feel thinks that they have to have run a fucking marathon to go, hey, look at me, guys. But like every single person I've spoken to tonight has a really relatable issue that can be resolved through chat, through communication, through network, through support, not just from me, like, I've got guys in it. I've got Wayne, Wayne Taylor's been with me four years. Pete's been with me four years. I've got fucking lads. Ben's been with me nearly four years. I can't see who else is in here. Bryn's been with me forever. I've got guys who've been with me for two years in here. One year, three. And, and they have so much experience. I've, having gone through a lot of this hardship with me in the early days, and actually even now sometimes, that they could just go, Chris, this is what I did. This is how I... And then we can stop wasting time. We don't have time to waste like fucking mulling this over. And, and that's the hardest part. I get it. It is hard because when we open up about our weaknesses and vulnerabilities, we feel that we're not good enough. We beat ourselves up. And actually it's a strength to open up. It's a strength to show vulnerability. That's why I always tell you guys when I'm fucking failing or when I'm doing something wrong, because it's to encourage you to do the same when it's not going the way you want it to go. Does that make sense? So Chris, that there aren't going to be loads of fucks. It's just going to be a case of, right, press the reset. 
Let's go again. What's the first thing that we do need to do for the rest of the week? How can we win for the rest of the week? You can make every single micro morning accountability. That's a great fucking way to start. The next, get your plans up for the week. Great, that's a great way to start. And then the week after, let's start building a physical training plan. Great, makes sense. On and on and on and on. And then we grow and then we grow. Completely, yeah. Just take the pressure out. Just take that self-pressure like out. Because because guys, it will be fucking, I I had to chat with some of the lads on the Elite 90 before this. You're going to take all the fun out of this journey. Like this is meant to be a fucking fucking journey. Like this is meant to be an adventure, right? We're meant to be enjoying life. I feel like sometimes you could be in here, you might as well not and be miserable and fat and fucking ugly. Whereas you can be ugly and fit and enjoy the process in here. Make sense? Yeah. Like just Definitely. deep breaths, man. Yeah. Cheers, JB. All right, man. Uh, my man, Mark. You're right, JB. Um, as the boxing. Yeah. Uh, doing all right, doing all right. I like. I'm kind of. Uh, I'm enjoying the gym. It is definitely the right gym for me. Where I think I'm struggling a bit is separating, trying to do stuff each week, and and not being daunted by where I want to be in three months' time or six months' time. Yeah, and whether I'll be good enough to do that, you know, and. And that's kind of just overwhelming me. I think it's really, it's, it's, it's and it's stopping me doing, I feel like I'm stood in treacle, uh, um, where you kind of can't really get yourself in action during the week because you're going, fuck, what do I, you know, I'm putting myself way further above the parapet personally than I am at work. I don't mind sticking me above the parapet. Personally, I'm going to be way outside my comfort zone for the rest of this year. Yeah. And it's fucking daunting. And I just want a little bit of a, have you ever watched a film with Adam Sandler called Click? No. Has anyone, has anyone here watched the film Click? So he has this remote control, right? It's like this fucking genie magic remote control. So what he ends up do- doing, every time something happens, he what he wants to do is fast forward to that point. We just go, right, I just want it now. Fast forward. And he does mm. it so much so that his whole life passes in front of him. Like, so much so. Yeah. And it, although it is good to have these 12-month goals... 12 week goals, these mm. four month, all of this is great, right? So if we if we look it out here, like this is our North Star and we're here. Yeah. If we are just like overlooking at this all the time, as you well know, you're missing the enjoyment of life right here, aren't we? We're just yeah. missing the enjoyment of life. Is that where you feel like you're at? I think it is. I think it's just it's just whether it's not even just I know I should be enjoying the process. Like and and part of me, well, it's just the sort of the fear of if I'll be good enough. And but I know I'm. Uh, but then the flip side of it is, and I know I'm in my head a lot here. The flip side of it is that if I'm not stretching myself so much, but I know I'm going to succeed it. What's the chat? Where's the challenge? But in the same respect, I've got all these hopes around achieving these challenges or achieve going through that journey, where I'll be good enough to get to the end of the journey. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Imagine my head. <laughs> I've, I've summarised that. Mate, you are like, you're not, so this is overthinking, right? If, that, yeah. that's, overth- if that's you and that's overthinking, you're here. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. You've probably gone out of the stratosphere. You've gone. 
Uh, oh, oh, no. yeah. But I understand what you're saying, and it is your own head, and um, you yeah. have come a long way. And I think, like you, if you if you keep stretching yourself, you're gonna fucking tear, right? You. Yeah. And this is the thing is, so I often think to myself, do I live a good life? And when I sometimes sit at that desk there and I'm fucking grinding out work, and I'm just like, oh fuck. But then I think to myself, well. Wait a minute, I took myself to Thailand for seven days. I've just been to Belgium with the family. I got hundred miler coming up to look forward to. I'm um, taking the, the the entrepreneurs to fucking Portugal for a retreat. I'm doing this and that. And what we have is I don't even remember ever me talking about like this, the highlight reels. Yeah. You remember the highlight reels? Does anyone yeah. somebody old? I haven't spoken about this for a, for a while. So the highlight reels are um all of the things that naturally highlight in our life that are really great okay so in between all of the graft so we might work super really hard for six weeks and then we've got something to look forward to and we have an experience with the family that's a highlight reel and the more highlight reels that we can have the more enjoyment and fulfillment that our life can have if we had a highlight reel every fucking day we'd be putting ourselves under pressure do you know what i mean so like yeah. we can't be superman every day there has to be elements of Life. we wake up we go to work we come back and it's just a nice solid day like yeah so and i think this is the thing that i maybe that you need to have perspective on slightly is that actually not every day is going to be a superman day yeah you know some days are just yeah. going to be just a bog standard day it's just going to be like i think about today like i went out for a run uh i did mm. some work um i spoke to the family on the phone okay talking to you guys Henry let me just mute Jesus. I'm going to mute or and then I'll um mark just unmute yourself just in so, just in case someone calls me a cunt and then it'll be awkward um so does that make sense it does it does mate it does yeah um and yeah just write some of these I'm sure you do but write mm. some of these things down yeah, I'm doing. I kind of and I'm summarising it, and I, you know, I go through it and kind of just try and balance what some of the negative thoughts with the positive, and try and take a step back from it as well. You know, it's... I also think there is a transition of identity of you, and having yeah. got seen you at Bexhill from going from a shy, enclosed um, man who didn't believe in himself to someone who's starting to believe in himself. And I think when you suddenly start to believe in yourself, we suddenly feel this power, this adrenaline. Um, and you're like, man, I fucking mm. want this. Like, uh, I'm like, try and stop me. And I think you're almost there as well. And that's where control comes in. Yeah, it is. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's very much where I'm trying to, I, it's the fear of taking that next step in the transition, Yeah, which is outside of the comfort zone of being less confident, more timid and just having that barrier around me. And, and and this is going past every barrier I've put up. Yeah, know, and you're fucking loving it, and you're like, fucking, let's go. So that's mm. where like rein it in, control yeah. it, manage it, all that good stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Well, Thank you. Cheers, well, mate. Andrew. Evening. How's it going? Very well yourself. Very good. Um. I just I, I kind of struggle between the maintenance bubble and the growth bubble. Okay. In what way? Uh, well it's just it's just what to put down for, you know, under each pillar. Um 
what sort of you know things you know go into you know you know to kind of each category okay so um so if you think about your so if you think about maintenance that's like your working parts of every single day right so for um, keeping up your morning routine, maintaining connection with your partner, going to the gym like three times a week, um, like reading a book. Your growth would be a breakdown of your quarter plans and what you need to do on a weekly basis to achieve those quarterly plans. So if you think about the maintenance level just being this line here, this, this keeps us good. So maintenance is all the stuff that has minimum requirement to make sure that we show up and we win. The growth is to bring us up here to elevate us so that after that period of time, our maintenance line then goes up. So we have a higher standard then of maintenance. So the growth is all of the things that you've written down, hopefully. Have you done your quarter two plans? Yes, but I, I, that's just where I get myself kind of confused, you know, between... Um, what the kind of maintenance things are and what the kind of growth things are and what you've just kind of described there, you know, with the kind of two lines, I'm guessing that after the end of quarter two, then the bar raises in terms of what your kind of maintenance is and this is what the kind of new level is and then the growth is obviously to, 100%. you know, you know, to bring that. So I, I, I take it the maintenance ones pretty much will repeat itself yeah, you don't have to find anything new. I know that there is that uh -huh. pressure to kind of think, uh, think about something new. So for a lot of the time, so I'll give you an example. My maintenance or physical is usually three jujitsu, three runs, three gyms. Um, and that's usually like what my maintenance is. That's like every single day. Right, so that's just where I'm kind of putting... <laughs> so let me, oh, sorry, let me give that example. So the growth would be um, running side of things because I'm trying to achieve my 100-mile run. Right. So the maintenance side would be jiu-jitsu and gym because they're like daily stuff that I would do for maintenance alongside my growth, which is my right. Running. Right. So, for, so I could put down maintenance would be to do three 20-minute uh, workouts a week and for growth could be... What you what's your, so tell me what your quarter two plan was for fitness. As to as to to lose weight. Okay. So what would you, you know, need to do to lose weight? Well, I need to I need to make sure I get a minimum of three or four times a week going to the gym. You know, track my calories. Um, you know, kind of food planning, etc. But then, this is where I get confused between whether that's a growth or whether these are maintenance. So your growth goal would be I need to lose two pounds this week right okay so by following your maintenance you're hopefully going to achieve your growth outcome right so I take it every week I could see this is probably why I haven't been posting because I'm kind of not I'm kind of not sure what I should be writing down so forgive me if I'm being a bit kind of stupid here so under maintenance would be go to the gym two times a week and then for growth would be lose two pounds. Yeah. So you're, you're almost one of my long and serving clients. What would you say you've been doing for the last two years using this system? 
in, in, forgive me, sorry, I didn't quite meet, understand what you mean. We've been doing the maintenance and the growth element for probably the last two years. Uh-huh. You've been with me since we've changed it. So what, what have you been doing over the last two years? Well, see, I've I've really only been kind of doing maintenance. Well, only kind of really kind of putting like the posts. I've been a, a mixture of both growth, maintenance, and growth. If I'm being if I'm being honest, it's not really kind of you know kind of separating them out. Well, at least that only took you two years to ask. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. So that's well, I've been, I've, been, I've been overthinking this for the last two years, no, James, and I've just the uh, last two years overthinking <laughs> for the last fucking two years. Fucking hell, Andy. Um. So yeah, that is that is the um that is the that is the distinct difference, right? Like so, mm-hmm. the 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 maintenance is like the oiling the the working parts that keep us going. The growth. It's the stuff that we're trying to achieve in terms of uh, the goals that we're trying to get to. All right. You see, in terms of business, yep. What would you what would you put as the as the maintenance, you know, for business, and then what would you put as workout? The... Sorry, this focus group. So focus groups that I've got to do. So making sure that I like remember them, <laughs> put them down, or prepare for them, or plan for them. So for growth would be, um, we are bringing uh, an elite, um, so we're creating a new product for business owners. So the growth part would be putting that together. So from my perspective, I could just put down, make sh- for our maintenance is just to make sure that I take, take the box for my DDOB requirements. Yeah. And then for the growth could be like a career plan or you know yeah. this, that, and the next thing. 100%, else. 100% or maybe updating your CV. Mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to kind of think it should be um, something jazzy, you know, something, you, you know, kind of, you know, kind of big. Well, you know, I might be, I, the C- be the CEO of Amazon or something. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the CEO of Amazon. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Don't worry if you've got uh, a shoot. I totally appreciate it. it yeah, that's uh, it's two to eight o'clock already. 100%. There's no problem. Uh, um, I was so actually, yeah. I was, I was actually thinking maybe I'd be Nicola Sturgeon's um, lawyer. Uh, Why not? Put that down as growth, mate. Or a gardener. Hundred percent. I'd be a gardener. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, you might not know the stories that seemingly the police are digging up our back garden because there's there's money, like six hundred thousand pounds worth of party funds have been allegedly uh, embezzled so um uh, sorry i was going off you've got too much fucking time in your hand andrew so what i want you to do is i want you to make sure that you're fucking posting your growth okay -hmm. it should be broken down in qt and then your mate and then your um uh your maintenance so look at Mm -hmm. that two I asked you to write down what you're going to choose for, choose for April. So look at April and then you look at April and you go, what do I need to do by the end of week one? What do I need to do by the end of week two and end of week three and week four? And now almost, you can almost create your growth plan weekly, like in one day for the rest of the month. So I've been reading your second book and it's, uh, you know, and, and I think it's about, you know, this conditioning you know, and you know the the kind of one percent. Because again, I'm probably thinking it needs to be something momentous. 
you know, for the kind of growth thing for one percent. But it, 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 as long as it's just one, as long as it's one percent and taking action, that's so, the. I think the, one of the things that I would recommend you work on in terms of growth is how you deal with the overthinking that you've got going on. So how do you manage your overthinking mentality? Because you your overthinking is like, like. If that was his out of the stratosphere, I haven't even got enough big enough board. To <laughs> All right. So I think that that's the thing. If I was you, is to focus on for the rest of April in terms of growth, managing this overthinking. It doesn't have to be one percent. It doesn't have to be massive. It just has to be something that gives you growth, that makes you grow as a person. Growth comes emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, structurally. It could be anything. Just mm -hmm. think of growth as how do I move forwards and how do I build? Think about a flower. Think about how a flower grows, right? That's how mm -hmm. I want you to think about how do, how do you grow like a fucking weed? How do you mm -hmm. become relentless? How do you get that job done? So I, 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 yeah, so I think I think what I'm trying, I think it's just a case of maybe just keeping it simple in terms of, you know, kind of growth and stop trying to, uh, reinvent the wheel in some math. 100%. I've just given you the perfect thing that you need to focus on. So take uh -huh. away growth and work out how you grow over the next four weeks by not overthinking everything. And that would probably alleviate 99% of the stories that you're telling yourself in your head. Yeah. And it goes back to the, it all starts with the, the, the stories you, you know, you tell yourself and you, well, you don't need, I don't need you to tell me. <laughs> I fucking do, don't I? Because we have the same conversation every week. <laughs> All right, make sense? Yeah, no, 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 no. I appreciate. Always, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Welcome, mate. Anytime. Take care. Yeah, same to yourself. Uh, Dom, let's have the last one of the night. Hey, can you hear me, JB? Yeah, man. How's it going? Hey, uh, yeah, good. Thank you. Um, this is probably carrying on the overthinking sort of scenario um but i just i, I really struggle with decision making um I, I feel really stupid saying that but oh, don't, don't. Um, I, I i don't know whether it's well i know i overthink i know that for sure i don't know whether it's a combination of that perfectionism self-confidence i don't know but i don't know if you've got any tips on sort of trying to get out of the cycle I seem to be in with really struggling with making decisions. What do, if you don't mind me asking, what decisions um, are you struggling to make? All sorts. Absolutely all sorts. Isn't give, me, it? give me, give me a couple of examples. Uh, right. We're, we're, the wife and I've got a week off next week and it's yeah. deciding where we want to go and where we're going to stay. Okay. And I, I, I kind of look into it. Um, <laughs> to to the hundredth degree until I sort of I, I just go round and round in circles until I can make what are the options. What are, what are the options? Yeah, uh, endless. <laughs> no, it, it's I, I don't know. I just can't. If you've got to choose where you went, where would you go? Just tell me where you would go. Where would you love to go? Uh, well, we're going away in a camper van, so I think probably to the Cotswolds. The Cotswolds. All right. Yeah. There you go. Decision made. Right, yeah, I know. I, I I don't know why I don't know why I can't just do that. I just well, I can do it because I've just yeah, you've just made me do it. But but it's literally kind of going. All right, so give me another decision. 
Um, Are you going to leave your wife on holiday or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Find a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Ne next, give me give me another one that you're having. Uh, hell. Um, <laughs> what? Um, I need to do something about my pension fund. And again, I'm just reading everything do. and not doing anything. So what do you need to do about it? Well, I I need I need to sort out, I've got some small pensions from previously and I need to shift them and put them in a better place. Okay, so what's the decision that you need to make? Uh, what to do with them, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> I, th I think I just really complicate matters. <laughs> fucking right, I can yeah. tell. So just I like think... you know what you need to do with him, you, you yeah. need to put them all under one, right? Yeah, yeah. So why yeah. aren't you doing that? Um, I, I think I worry that I'm doing the right thing, and I'm worried. I think you'll I, soon know, Dominic. You'll soon know if it's the wrong decision. Yeah. You'll soon know if it's the wrong decision. Like yeah. uh, making no decision is the wrong decision. Yeah, because like a lot of so I think about um, I, I think a lot about um, people's decision as to whether they want to come and work in here. Um, a dis one decision to come and do this for many of you, you've all made a decision to come here and, and come and work with me in, in this program and stuff. And you didn't know if I was going to be. A well, <laughs> then what you thought, do you know what I mean? But you but yeah. you don't know what you go into it. So what I mean is you kind of kind of semi-know me, but you don't really know what you're walking into. You don't know how it's going to uh, 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 materialise. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're going to, but you don't. And the truth is we never really know. When I met my wife, I never really knew that she was the one. Mm. I never really knew that like having two more kids was going to benefit my life as much as it did. You know, decision-making is always based on, um, and uh, Winston Churchill always used to do this. He used to put a line down the middle and he used to go, what are the pros, what are the cons? And if the pros outweighed the cons, that that would help you make your decisions. But we can't do that for everything. I think we just have to trust our gut, our experience, and just actually go, do you know what? Let's just go for it and let's see what happens here. Do you know what I mean? So um, you, you, nothing's guaranteed in life. Nothing is guaranteed in life but what is definitely guaranteed in life is that nothing will happen on no decision being made yeah you know and you will become a better man for going do you know what we went did you say the Cotswolds you'll be like you go to the Cotswolds and go right that was fucking shit we're not going back there next time <coughs> one place that you don't have to go right yeah do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You could put all of your pensions into one thing. You can see how it performs for six months. If it's not performing the way you want it to, you can choose another, another company to put your pension into. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just, I'm just massive overthinking and way too cautious about everything. And, uh, yeah. And, and 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 listen, that cautiousness is what protects you at times. But yeah. then you kind of have had a conversation with with yourself on that cautiousness and go. Oh my god, am I just being fucking too anal here? Like, just let, let's just fucking go for it. Let's just see what happens. Um, and that's what life's about. That's experience, right? That's that's where we that's where we can change our lives. All of a sudden, I think what what you were saying earlier about um, enjoying the journey or having fun while you while you're going along the journey, yeah. and I, I genuinely think I don't do that because I, I get myself so worked up. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So let's let's make some decisions. Like by the end of the week, see if you can wrap up as many decisions as possible. Just yeah. tell the wife we're going to Cotswold tonight afterwards. Yeah. Okay. All right.
yeah yeah that's brilliant thank you jb great holiday all right thank you very much mate bye mate thank you uh i think mark wants to come on go for it mark i rarely speak i was just gonna respond to dom really uh i do exactly the same i don't journal every day but i've got a notebook and if something's troubling me empty in my head bit of pros and cons and then listing out the things you can control and the things you can't control. And I'm finding that quite useful in terms of you list all of those things and you just go through and you realize you've got activities, you've got your pluses and your minuses, and you've got your decision. And then you just execute the things you can control. <clears throat> and that's where you get your outcomes. So I think it's that easy, Dom. And I've done that for about the last six months. And some of the things that I you know, um, pontificate about have become easier to manage. So great word, Mark. Mark, what year did we start working together? Um, I think it was 1872. I think it was <laughs> we had we had frock coats. Yeah, I've, 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 um, I was looking back actually because I, I was I struggled to get onto that because me me uh, password weren't looking. I was looking at my little one note of my passwords and it was like. Uh, trainerize app, and there was other bits and pieces. So that's oh right. my god! Do you yeah, exactly. That? Yeah, yeah. I think that was that was that was quill pens and paper. So yeah, I, I remember like you joined me as a one on one, and I obviously don't do that anymore. Like, and I, no. I'm we must go back to 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mad. Yep. Yeah, I was just thinking who's like I looked at all the faces, thinking who's been with me the longest, and I think it's, it's I think it's definitely you. Possibly fifty-five. I think, you were about, I think you were a client when John was a client. Yeah, John, Paul Ashby. Yeah, um, yeah a few of the, few of the gang. So yeah, but we've we've, we've all grown beards and older. On tour, we all look like shit now, especially with this light <laughs> in my face. Guys, brilliant. Thanks for being here. Hope you got something out of that. Um, I put the uh, I put it all up so you can listen and stuff. Um, have a cracker. See you soon. Keep going. Keep pushing. See you soon. Cheers, JB. Well done, boys.